What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions coming in hot and spicy, full of zest, full of life. Yes. Uh, we are on so many episodes now that I can't even, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it's 26. I knew he would know. That's yeah. what I keep him around for. Yeah. I'm, so, a, I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, yeah. He does all the plusing and I do all the words. <laughs> so, uh, real quick as an aside, we weren't recording, but I just did a really good bit about a mythical creature called a Christmas, <laughs> which is like a lion and an eagle, but it has a Christmas tree for a head. <laughs> And we were sad that we didn't record it, so I figured I'd fill you guys in on the Yeah, yeah, just, you had to be there, but definitely it was incredible, and I just lost my mind for like 10 minutes. Yeah, you had to be there, but also you don't have to be there because it's a podcast and you will never be here. Unless you do. Unless we give out like a giveaway. Of oh, like a, a live recording. Yeah, come sit in the living room and eat chips with us while we, while we do things. Yeah, spoiler alert, Angel is the only person who enters. Yeah! Anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's get balls deep into TV. Do it. Uh, I wanted to talk about something really cool that I read about. So the uh, American Horror Story season six is airing right now. Right. Uh, we're like two episodes in. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a couple times. We made some ridiculous guess like three months ago about it being about Roanoke. And then they th- and then it is. And, but they were like, no, it's about some beans and some cheese. It's definitely and about we a like, weird creep show climbing <laughs> down a fucking train track. <laughs> it's about a bunch of straw men marching in like Ugh. unison. It's fucking Mickey with a wizard hat on. <laughs> the mouse, not our friend. Uh, anyway, so we were like, okay, they threw us off, but no, it turns out it was Roanoke. We were right. right. It leaked right. 6,000 years ago. Although, so far, I don't know this It hasn't alert. actually been about Roanoke yeah, at all. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Roanoke except in proximity. Right, right, right. Which has kind of bugged me. Wait, you watched episode two. Uh-huh. They kind of are starting to get into like, these people might be like colonist ghosts. Right, right. A little bit, a little bit. It but, is cool. I, I want to throw one thing in the American Horror Story thing. I, so I, I'm really liking the uh, current season. It's only two episodes in, but whatever. But I did want to say that I'm really impressed with how much they're willing to just showcase their uh, influences. Right, right, right. In this one. Like, those little, like, tree man guys, that's just straight Blair Witch. Right. I love it. Yeah. Like, I I, I like when when people can do that and make it still feel original and not just like a Mm ripoff. But it takes a certain, like, courage there. Not like Apple and they're, you know, taking out the uh, headphone jack. That right. kind of courage. Real courage. <laughs> Where you have to actually like, ooh, we might step on some toes if we do this incorrectly. Right. But they they haven't so far, and it's been really cool. My, my main concern, uh, well, first of all, you know, I've spoken to you. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of them doing the dramatic reenactment for right. the whole season. Right. Um, I, I love Sarah Paulson. I love Angela Bassett. But, like, I need more fucking Kathy Bates statistic. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. she's had, had like two sentences and like one scene. Yeah. And she need, always kills it. Yeah. And especially now without Jessica Lang, like we need to get, and where's Gaga at? Yeah. That's what I was wondering. And so in the last episode, it actually showed her in the credits, mm-hmm. but I'm like, was she there for a minute? And I just missed her. Well, yeah. See, uh, they've shown a lot of people, but only for like an instant. Like I can't remember his name, but old dude who was, uh, 
he was the guy with the face on the back of his head in Freak Show, uh-huh. and he was kind of the main character in Hotel. Right, I right. I can't think of his name, but from fucking uh, Interstellar and um, mm-hmm. Hunger Games. Right, right. He's there. Oh, really? He's just like one of those generic fucking like people in like the scene, like around the fire. It showed really? his, it showed his face in in the first and second episode. Weird. And he, I totally he, missed that. Yeah, he had like no lines. Huh. And then we got like Dennis O'Hare on tape for like fucking right, four, four right, minutes. right. Yeah, it's like you got all your heavy hitters. Not in the show yet. Yeah, I feel. And like. I'm like, you need to fucking deliver. But it's cool because it, it it feels like they're going back to Murder House a lot. Like it's got a very Murder Housey vibe, right? While not just being direct Murder House so right. far. So I like it. So uh, we went on a tangent before anything even happened, as you do. But what I wanted to talk about was apparently Ryan Murphy is writing another weird secret season of American mm-hmm. Horror Story. So season six is airing. They've already got season seven planned. Right. But this is some other season that he's working on with only one writer and they're writing every episode. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not the next season because apparently like they already have a plan for the next season, which is not this. Right. That's what I'm saying. Season yeah. seven is already planned and they're, they're already going to make that and it has nothing to do with this. This right, is right. just some like diagonal season. It's yeah. going to be a different sort of yeah. setup from the rest of them because they've all been like anthology in the sense of the writers too. Sure. Sure. But this is all just written by one writer and Ryan Murphy. It's like a very like contiguous storyline. Hmm. But yeah, he, he he calls it his secret season, even though he's talked about it. Right. But I'm I'm so curious. Like, are we gonna? Is it gonna be like like a fucking Beyonce album? I fucking hope. Are we just so. gonna be like hanging out one day, like six episodes into season seven, and like boom, here's a whole other season on like fucking Netflix? That'd be or cool. Something wild that like would that. be cool. Yeah. No, it, it's really cool, and I'm I'm glad. I mean, I've really liked how the. I mean, I like the show in general, but I really like how much they've got they've gotten into like keeping everything under wraps, and this is just taking that to like ten thousand times more. Right, and, and he Ryan Murphy's even said uh, we might just get them done and shoot them on the sly and just drop it. Oh, that's like he said dope. that, so it might just happen. Like we might just like boom, here's the thing. That's it's on awesome. Hulu. You get the whole C's. Right. It's on Amazon or whatever. That would be cool, man. That would be really cool. I would I would love to see something like that. Yeah, and and the thing that's like you know, like tempting, I would say titillating about this Mm -hmm. is that one of the biggest complaints that I would say everyone, or at least most people have had with any seasons of American horror story is how it just feels like unfocused sometimes. Right. Right. Like here's just a whole bunch of shit and we're just like throwing like just body horror and like offensive shit at the wall. Right. And seeing what sticks. Mm -hmm. But if one person's writing the whole season, that won't happen. Sure. Uh, Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, honestly, I felt that way about, Season two. Right. I felt like season two had a billion things going on, but all of it felt together. Yeah. It didn't feel disjointed at yeah, all. At all. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's why we've talked about it before. That season season two was definitely the best one. Right. Season one was great. Season two was fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would love to see something more along the lines. But I've really enjoyed this season. So far, I think that this one is possibly shaping up to be along the lines of, of one and two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel like they're getting back on track with what yes. the show originally was intended absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Again, I'm still skeptical because I fucking don't like this shit about it, like being like a right. like confessionals with different actors. <laughs> like I get what they're going for, but like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It just feels so distracting for me. It makes no sense. Right. Like the stuff we've talked about with right. like, they're like playing it up. Like they're basically having to lie right. in order to build the narrative of episode by episode, these people doing like a thing like, right. 
I just thought it was like we were I can't believe that the bad thing happened but then in like six episodes they're gonna be like I saw the literal devil <laughs> you're right, the right, literal right. devil came yeah. out of the ground and cast magic spell on me and now right. I have a pig body you know what I mean <laughs> right well yeah because that's like we were talking about it earlier today actually that you know that's how American Horror Story goes it's always like okay these people except for I would say probably Coven uh, other than Coven it's basically like these people that are just normal people that don't know that anything supernatural exists are suddenly thrust into the world of supernatural bit by bit. Okay. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting that and we're going to get that again. Most likely I'm sure. I mean, we already have even spoiler alert, like even like, okay. So them finding like murder spelled out against the wall and stuff. I'm sure that later on it's fully just going to be like, all right, now we're tangoing with ghosts. Like, I know that right now it's, you know, they think that they might be imagining some of it and some of it's in their heads or whatever. But yeah, like later on in the show, it's going to be like, okay, well, now they're just standing there talking to us in the room. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's absolutely going to be something like that. Yeah. So it's going to be really hard. It's going to be it's going to be hard to suspend disbelief. But, I you know, I'm I'm hopeful. But so far, I would say that honestly, and this might be like. I don't know, like looking back on it, I don't know, maybe it's different, but I, I swear this one's like the scariest one yet for me. Yeah. Just, and I think it's, up. And I, well, and I think it's just because of my own personal, like what gets me in horror movies. Um, Amityville like fucked me up and this is very Amityville, right? Uh, much more than season one of American Horror Story was American uh, Horror Story one. Like, I mean, it was all about ghosts and all about a haunted house, but at the same time, it didn't really feel like Amityville. It didn't feel like they were trying to get like forced out. Right. Whereas this, this one definitely does. It right. feels like Amityville in that it's like we moved into this house and then we found out it's haunted and like the ghosts do not like us here and they want us to leave and like all of this fucking terrifying shit is happening. Right. And I do like that it's uh, like season one and two in the sense that this house is haunted, but it's haunted by like six different ghosts from like six different time periods who had six different like life, like right. storylines, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. Yeah. It's like, there's these, like there's these two sisters that are like murder nurses, but then there's this other thing that's way worse than them. But then there's like a full like ghost fucking cult in the woods right outside right. her house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that, that it like shows the, the two girls and it sets it up for a minute where you think they're going to be like, the main bad guy. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, Oh no, no, no. But like, I think something actually in the house fucking killed them. Yeah. And I actually really liked that. I was like, that's awesome to be like, look at these terrible, awful people. And then like, they're not even they're Don't even worry about them. Right. It's like the shining. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes, but so far I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking enjoying it, man. Yeah. I'm just really excited about the idea of them just dropping a season on us at some point. Yeah. Like we're just, you know, going through the motions of, Mm -hmm. of waiting a year for a season. And then they're just like, also this other season, boom. (laughs) Yeah. That would be really fucking cool. It's like fear the walking dead. It's like the same, but different and mixed up a little bit. Yeah. That would be awesome. Like better call Saul. Mm hmm. Oh man, and science stuff, you know that I had to go to Kickstarter again. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an absurd and abrupt opening. So, oh man, you fucking know. So this is how my thought process goes like every week that I have to do research. 
I look for like 10 minutes for through science stuff. And if I don't immediately find something, I just open Kickstarter. Like, All right, where's the, where's the gadget? Yep. Somebody hit me with a gadget. But this one's really, really fucking cool. So uh, it's called the Fathom One, and it is an underwater drone, just like you know a drone that you would have. Right, like a quadcopter or yeah. whatnot. But specifically for the ocean or you know, water in general, uh, it syncs up to an app on your phone. And you can just pilot this goddamn thing around. Just a little fucking camera submarine. Just fucking zoop around in a lake and look at fucking fish. Yeah, which is awesome because it really solves a lot of the problems for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that I hate... So, we've touched on this before, but I absolutely fucking hate aquatic creatures. I'm terrified. I'm... This isn't a bit. I am actually... uh, I don't even know the word. Like, I just... traumatized about... Yeah, I have no reason to be... There's no rhyme or reason to this, but I have an irrational fear of aquatic creatures. Yeah, fish and octopoda. And yeah, it's it's funny because like the water itself does not scare me. Right. If I knew 100% for a fact. If it's like a, a swimming pool. Right, exactly. Take, I just, take I, a dip. Yeah, if I knew for a fact 100% that like some lake didn't have like snakes and monsters and... and giant, pl- giant catfish. Yeah, plesiosaurs in it. I would I would have no problem swimming at any time, just going through. But any time that I swim, I'm like, oh, someone gonna get me. So this is a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool thing that uh, I could actually explore uh, ocean beds, um, you know, reefs. Yeah, it, it's really badass. It looks super like maneuverable and quick. Like mm-hmm. you can just zip around and look at underwater ruins. You know, go find Atlantis. <laughs> um but there is the Atlantis Falcon. Yeah, so I <laughs> fucking Christmas. So uh, I went and like looked at the at the, the Kickstarter and they've they you know it's all, it's got like fucking a day and a half left right. or two days left. Mm-hmm. Um but I watched the little video and first and foremost like I told you those dudes definitely started <laughs> off with a small loan of a million dollars. They're fucking they're they're fucking pops fucking yeah. rented out their fucking summer home on the fucking lake <laughs> so that they could pay for their prototype. And secondly, one of the things they say in the video uh-huh. is like, we knew that we had to like blah, 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 and like make it equally in cost to like lower cost uh, aerial drones. Right, lower I, end aerial drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, so it's going to cost like 80 bucks. Tight. Right, right. Scroll down. Nope. 600 bones. 600 hot and zesty bones. <laughs> yeah, so, the, a lower end, you know? Just, yeah. Just... Grab your grab your fraternity bros and head on down to the drone spot. Yeah, so I won't own one until two years from now when Sharper Image sells them for fucking <laughs> sixty bucks. Um, but then it'll be really cool. Right we'll when, go, the, when the Chinese knockoff comes out, yeah, it's gonna be fucking. We'll, dope. we'll go to a fucking ocean and look at some wells without having to get in the water. Yeah, it's and it'll be tight. fucking dope. But yeah. uh, I, I really was just impressed with how just like zip and zoom it was. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool. Uh, it seems like it, it operates really, really well. Uh, it also is modular. Yeah, so you can just like pop off the fins and put put bigger ones on there if you wanted to go faster, etc. It's got a rail system. Yeah, like, the rail basically, basically really attack cool. rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just pop on like all sorts of attachments, like extra cameras, extra extra fins, Some extra lights and shit. Yeah, nighttime splorn. Yeah, so it seems really really cool in every way. It's just yeah, for for uh, I'm balling on a budget, so six hundred bones. Is also a not balling at all. Right, right. Just on a budget. Um, <laughs> but what, what, what's funny is, is like we're talking a big game. But if we both had one of those and we were sitting next to a lake, 
piling it around our water and like we ran across some giant catfish. Yeah, my phone would be going in the water. Yeah, we'd still shit our pants. And no, I I was actually gonna say that. It's so funny that like I would actually need to get some like one, a waterproof case that was two, somehow tethered to me. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, he'll, I was at, he'll throw it. Oh yeah, I was absolutely I was absolutely thinking it as I was watching it. I was like, this is all cool and fine and dandy until like I actually do see some fucking crocodile and this goddamn thing is only 20 feet from me and I just huck my phone as hard as I can. Not that that saves you or anything, but anyway, I know me. Um, <laughs> Still the same OG and definitely like has a compulsion to get the thing away from him. Yeah. Like having to like pause fucking black flag and like throw your controller when, right. when there's a shark. There's no, there's no, no shame in that. No, 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 no shame at all. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be playing with this fucking scuba gear, you know, in 10 years when we can afford one. Right. And we're going to fucking scream. Yeah, yeah. Some tentacle is going to flip on up and I'm just going to, my phone's going to take a dip. So hopefully they're retinal implants by then. So, you know. Then you can't escape from it though. Oh, you yeah. You just have a shark true. mouth like in your eye socket. <laughs> then I just need therapy more than I do now. <laughs> I know, it's a problem. So shifting in turbo, getting all into video game type news. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to talk about a game that I was into like a year ago uh, called Soma, which is uh, a survival horror esque exploration game from the same company that made Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's frictional games, and Amnesia is still their like biggest and most well known game. Really? Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Huh. Uh, the thing about Soma is it's actually more well-ranked and received right. than Amnesia. Like, it has, like, fucking incredible ratings if right. you look it up on, on like, uh, Metacritic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it just hasn't sold as well. Okay. So the reason I wanted to talk about it is because it's been out, like, a year now, and they finally just now made a profit from it. Wild? Yeah. It's been out for a year, and they've just now made a profit That's from so it. so wild. So Amnesia cost them, in terms of technology and labor and everything, way, 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 way less to make. Uh, and it sold, uh, I think... 400,000 copies on PC and PlayStation 3. Okay. PlayStation 4. Um, or no, 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 I'm sorry. 400,000 copies just on PC uh, in the first year. But then when it added in PlayStation 4, those combined sales uh, ended up turning a profit fairly early. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, Soma has just now hit like 450,000 copies sold okay. uh, total. And it's finally turned a profit. So now they're looking towards can we continue profiting off of this uh, sure. over time? That game is fucking incredible. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You showed it to me. So it's quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not for everyone because there's no fighting mechanic. It's right. like uh, it's like the um, alien game. Mm-hmm. You just have to run or hide. Right. But the the plot and the like the the actual like character development and like the story in that game is one of the best stories of any game I've ever seen in my entire life. Damn. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, I, I know that when you were playing it, like you were telling me about it, and you you absolutely were having a blast with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got lots of fucking twists and turns, uh, and really, really great, like just like shocking twists. Mm-hmm. And the ending is fucking incredible. Um, but I very highly recommend it. If you if anyone you know wants to play it, I, it is scary. So mm-hmm. if you can't deal with like scary games, then just maybe watch a let's play. You're right. But honestly, I would watch a fucking Let's Play. It's not that long, mm-hmm. um, so you could probably crush through it. Uh, if you do want to watch a Let's Play, watch uh, Christopher Odd. Uh, really? He has, yeah, he has a very specific style of, of Let's Plays that I very much love. In fact, Christopher Odd, if I understand correctly, is a huge, huge, if maybe the main influence for what made Trevor want to start doing 
Really? Let's plays, yeah. Wow. Because of the way that he goes about them and the way that he discusses the elements of the games, mm. as opposed to just blasting through them and like being like, fuck shit. Oh man, I did it. <laughs> he, he like breaks it down and like actually gets into like the, like the psychology of the game. And, oh wow. And yeah. Yeah. He, he really gets into it. And, and so if you were going to watch a let's play of Soma, I highly recommend Christopher Odd's playthrough because it's fucking incredible. Okay. It does the game justice. It doesn't feel like you're being distracted from the storyline. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's something like it cost them like 10 times more to make uh, Soma than Whoa. it did Amnesia. Yeah. Wild. So that's why it's taken them so long to actually turn a profit. Huh. But congratulations to them for, yeah. you know, keeping the game going for a year. And now they've finally started profiting off of it. Um, apparently I was reading something that said like, um, uh, they like super were not sounding like stoked to talk to them over the past like year. Really? Yeah. Because they hadn't turned a profit off of it. Oh, wow. Um, so, but now they're, they're more optimistic, uh, and they've kind of got like plans for more games. Okay, cool. That's good. That's cool. That's good to hear. I mean, it's, it's always cool. Like when indie, indie devs like accomplish anything really, you know, cause so, so many indie developers like flop. Right. Uh, so it's really cool to hear that. And it, it'd be really cool since, since, you know, they've created two incredible games. I haven't played either one, but I, I mean, I know about both of them right. and, they seem really, really cool, ambitious, and the, and the writing's fantastic, which I always like. You know, a lot of indie uh, developers tend to skimp on the writing right. know, quite a bit. And they go more for just, like, quick, fun shooter things or, like, puzzles. Right. So it's really cool to see, like, getting into graphically impressive, but also, like, story, like, impressive storyline is really neat. Yeah. It's a really well-thought-out storyline. And it, it'll, like, get you. Like, there's some moments in it, like, some choices that are made that you're just like, damn. Yeah. Like, that's fucking deep. That's so funny. That's Literally. So, uh, it's, a, it's an underwater game. It's <laughs> Shut up. Hey, let's talk about movies and stuff. So, <laughs> we've got Grandma's Boy. Uh, Grandma's Boy was a movie that was put out by Happy Madison in 2006. It was the old the Adam Sandler fam. Yeah, so... If a, a lot of people haven't seen this movie, which is kind of crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, y'all need to fix it. Yeah, this movie is awesome. It was really way under the radar. It doesn't actually have Adam Sandler in it. It was just put out by Happy Madison. But it's a lot of his bros. Yeah, it's basically everyone else from all those movies. <laughs> yeah. But him. Yeah, I wonder why he wasn't in it, honestly. Busy. Yeah. Busy, making- busy being in like 87 other movies. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is not. We're gonna we're gonna have to do one of those like rumor mill alerts again right. uh, because none of this is confirmed. So take everything we say about this with a grain of salt and don't sue us or anything. Right. Um. So yeah, there is a rumor that there was a script written, and they are actually like working, like fully working on developing this movie. Um. Supposedly. Uh, they there have been delays because Doris Roberts passed away. Right, she was the grandma in Grandma's Boy, the yeah. titular grandma, as it were. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, she died last April, and so yeah, there's nothing else really to say about this movie except that there are abundant rumors that it is in full swing of right. being made a full a full Grandma's Boy sequel. It's interesting for a lot of reasons. One, um, Alan Covert's like 400 years old now. Um, <laughs> He's two, like the poor man's Mel Gibson. Right. Two, Doris <laughs> Roberts is dead, and she was, like I said, you know, the right. grandma of Grandma's Boy fame. Right. 
Um, but I, you know, I loved that movie. I'm not like a stoner, sure. but like, I like the movie anyway, but I am a gamer and mm-hmm. it's just as much about video game nerds Absolutely. as it is about potheads. Almost more so. It's, it's debatable. Real, it's yeah. debatable. Yeah. Um, the, the article that we read about this possible sequel was very much like, it's a stoner movie. It's right. like, a, but it, it really is heavily a nerd movie too. Right. Yeah. There's a lot time. of bits that are, that are good nerd bits. Right. Did I break um, it? Did I break it? Yeah. High score? What does that mean? What's that mean? Is that bad? Yeah. So well, we good. don't have Dance Dance Revolution, so you're dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, and I, I would watch a sequel. Like, yeah. I, it probably won't be good, just like I'm sure. expecting Super Troopers 2 to be terrible. Sure. But I will go fucking see it Yeah, when it's, it comes out in 2020. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah, Grandma's Boy is another one of those. It's like Gentleman Broncos. It's like, uh, it's kind of like Super Troopers almost, um, where it's like, it's almost like under the radar, right? But it's just like some of the most fucking like hot rod, just right. like some a of cult, the most a cult comedy, yeah, cult comedy, and like some of the most quotable movies in the world. Yeah, it's like Grimm's Boy has it's like every fucking scene has something incredibly quotable from yeah. it. I, I would argue that, and I've said this before. I think Super Troopers is like the most quotable movie ever. Yeah. Um, but Hot Rod is definitely up there. Grandma's oh, yeah. Boy is up there. Yeah, Grandma's Boy is not nearly on the same level right. as Hot Rod and fucking sure, uh, Super sure. Troopers. But it's up there, just right. like uh, Strange Wilderness, right. which is which is also a Happy Madison, and uh, it's incredibly quotable. I, yeah. I'd say Grandma's Boy is probably more quotable. Yeah. Although there's a couple from Strange Wilderness. That, oh yeah, uh, honestly, just the shark laugh is <laughs> is all I need for the rest of my life. But yeah, the blue shirt the is blue classic. Shirt. I say that at least once or twice a week. Yeah. Oh, that dude's definitely got a blue shirt on. Oh, I yeah. say that at least twice a week. Oh, yeah. And that's not even the actual quote, but yeah, like, yeah. we know what it means, and that's all you need. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's an extrapolated bit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if you haven't if you haven't seen Strange Wilderness yeah. or Grandma's Boy or Hot Rod or Super Troopers, go take a gander. Really watch all four in for a real. row. Yeah, for real. See You're what happens to your, your life. Mind. Yeah, don't watch Slam and Salmon. No, no, skip it. Yeah, you can what that, watch beer what was, that, what was that toy from the 90s? The counter was on the ball and everything? Skip it. <laughs> beer, uh, fest, beer Fest grows on you. Yeah, beer, beer Fest, I actually, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't really like it the first time I watched it. Yeah, it's a Gentleman Broncos for sure. Yeah, and then I watched it again and I was like, okay. And it's and it's like that too. It's 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 pretty quotable. Uh, what's the other one that they did that uh, was actually really Club good? Dread. Oh, I didn't see that one. You didn't see Club Dread? Uh-uh, what's that one about? The, like the it's like the scream ripoff like I know what you did last summer oh no that I was didn't the one they that. made right after Super Troopers really yeah huh what was the one you're thinking of um Super Troopers then Club Dread then oh, Beer no, Fest I, I was thinking about Beer Fest I was I, for some reason in my mind I'd made Beer Fest into two movies because I was even thinking of the scene where they're like he's like I've been shitting pancakes since college what a fucking creep show over Sorry, here I dude. work with this he doesn't know nothing about nothing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the moral of the story is watch Grandma's Boy, watch Super Troopers, watch Hot Rod, and watch Strange Wilderness all in one sitting. And then comment on our Facebook at, just with lines from Yeah, your movies. most quote and quotables. <laughs> the thing about Hot Rod is there's lines in Hot Rod that I wouldn't ever quote, like interactions between him and his mom. Right, right. But like Super Troopers, the whole fucking movie, like right. literally every single fucking line that they say right. is like a one-liner pretty much. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It really is incredible. Yeah. Like watching that movie, it's like not a good plot. It's not even like standout characters except for a few of them. But then it's just the goddamn dialogue is incredible. Off the top of my head today, I referenced, I used a Super Troopers quote in real life at least once. 
and I can tell you exactly when it was. Okay. Uh, on your fucking handlebar mustache picture, uh-huh. Taylor said, please no. And I said, please yes, which is the fucking Super Troopers quote. <laughs> Officer Rabbit and I are going to stand here while you boys smoke the whole bag. Please no. Please yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, uh, it does. It does have a lot of, and it's just a good movie. Oh, like, yeah. like Super Troopers actually is, like Beer Fest isn't really a good movie. Right. But it has a lot of funny parts. Right. And it has great dialogue, has decent characters. Super Troopers actually is just like, oh, okay. Like by the end of it, you're like, yeah, it has oh, like okay. it has like a plot. Whereas yeah. Beer Fest kind of goes down the path into being more like Strange Wilderness or mm-hmm. uh, Grandma's Boy in like being a, a really absurd, right? Whereas Super Troopers honestly never really gets that right. out of control, right? Everything in it is pretty much in the land of possibility, right? But yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I love movies like that. I, li- I like movies that, that just have like insane, awesome dialogue. Right. Just, they're fantastic because it's, uh, it's so hard to do. And oh, I know the like, other movie you're thinking of that they made. What? The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott of yeah. Fall Off the Face of the Earth fame. <laughs> <laughs> what did that dude? What, what happened to that dude? Uh, last thing I saw him in was Goon, Goon which was right. great, yeah. but he's dead. Yeah. That man's gone now. It's so weird when that happens to me that like, I mean, I wouldn't say that Sean William Scott was a list per se, but he was definitely like, people knew who he was. He could get work. And then it's just like, eh, I'm not going to do hamster style anymore. And then you just never see that dude again. Yeah. Also uh, watch basketball. Also watch orgasmo. Yes. Orgasmo is awesome. Yeah. That's Don't. what hamster style's from. Yeah. I quote that line all the time. Or- Orgasmo's got a few. Yep. Not as mainly just that one. Yeah, not as much, definitely. But yeah, basketball definitely has some. But just watch a bunch of like shitty, like '90s, early 2000s, like ridiculous dick and fart stoner comedies. Yeah, it's it's really where you need to go. Yeah, with your life. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was all I had to say about that. Cool. Next. Yeah. See you next time.